All right, people, true news, 365, one more time. And this time, I'm bringing another fiery conversation I had with an individual who uh, I felt uh, needed, I needed to present today because it's another grand example of the subtleties and the lies and the confusion that's out there. Um, the attacks on the the gospel, the Christian faith, the church. Um, and this is why so many people have this issue with the church. People do not know how to separate themselves from an, an, a, a human institution and with what the Lord himself described in John chapter 15 uh, and uh, where he spoke about the church and how God always has his remnant and uh, John chapter 3 the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and what will happen in the lives of those who uh, are truly in dealt with the Holy Spirit and so the world will continue pointing its finger and will people uh, will continue falling and will recognize those mistakes of the earth okay and uh, so the church isn't doing what it's supposed to do but the question is is that the truth of the matter is that the, the Bible talks about that the church the institution will have people that are carnal and then you'll have those that are truly gods who have been who have had a change of life and uh, those people who do not make a practice or a walk of sin because they can't because their conscience will not allow them to okay they they are indwelled by the Holy Spirit and that and that and that means something so the conversation that I had with this individual will demonstrate a hatred in the culture to the Christian faith in some cases People don't want to align themselves with Christianity anymore, but they will talk uh, the Christian talk. They will talk about being indwelled of the Spirit, of being Christian. And I'm going to give you an example uh, in this conversation. Uh, you know, excluding a lot of the, uh, the lack of control, the anger, uh, and the, the fallibility that you'll find in the conversation but concentrate mainly on the the doctrines that are being stated okay the teachings and how the scripture is warped within uh the the true person of faith the true person that's involved with the spirit and that's the distinction that needs to be made here this individual demonstrated to uh be an angry person a person that's out of control and uh a person who says that he's been teaching for 25 years and he's been studying for 25 years and so he just wants to separate himself from even the word Christian and he denies you know that one is even Christian that he's Christian and so uh, and it's come where does it come from it comes from a cultural uh, misunderstanding or a purposeful uh, aligning of uh, neo -dar uh, rather neo um, Marxist thinking 
and teachings that have been manipulated to align uh, the church with racism, with white supremacy. And so it's a wokeness. It's another effect of the wokeness in the church that's made its way in the church. And that's what you're going to see what comes out of this man's doctrine. Okay? In so doing, it also implements a lot of the things that we've seen many times attacks of the culture, the blaming uh, of Christians, the implications, the, the, the indictments, uh, and, uh, and the gospel and how it's preached and evangelism. Uh, it, it fails to clearly distinguish what the gospel is and what uh, holiness is. And the power unto, for men, uh, the power of God, the power of the gospel, where Paul says that the gospel is the power unto salvation, right? To those who believe. So the message, he, he says, is not a message of repentance. Then what is it? If it's not, a me- if it's not repentance. The opposite of non-repentance is a fr- affirmation in sin. And that's what gets lost in this man's doctrine. Uh, that's what he's talking about, and he, he he finds himself in a situation where he can never, he can no longer uh, represent truth, because uh, truth that's not a, a gospel, a news that's not truth, is a lie. Okay, just like you know the 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 the, the lack of light. Is darkness okay and the lack of truth is lies inextricably there's nothing you can't there's no other there's no two ways about it so you're going to notice the difference and study this doctrine and see for those who have discerning uh, scriptural ears you'll be able to notice you'll be able to pick it out and the trouble trying to get past all of the rhetoric is not being able to go back and forth in a more civilized manner in order to to learn more, gather more information from him, and also uh, not be able to refute uh, properly what this individual is talking about. So this is a definitely going to be a wild ride. So buckle up, and I will be back for a closing uh, message. Until then, I'll talk to you later. Religion is usually what I do. Okay. Religion. Religion is the move. Okay, so you do religion. Okay. All right, so what do you do? Well, um, I kind of wanted to talk about a number of things that um, that keeps uh, popping up in the subject of religion, like especially here on on, uh, Stereo. Um, like people are always ranking on the church, always saying the church is this and the church is that mm-hmm. and the crusades and slavery. I'm getting yeah. tired of it, man. I'm tired. Why are you getting I'm tired, tired of, it? of it? Why are you getting tired <laughs> of it? Seems like you're getting irritated. Yeah, I am. Why are you getting irritated? 
because it's it's um it's all it, it's man centered. Like people are looking at it, and like you know that I can understand the world, the world ranking on the church, because the world is the world, right? But you know, sometimes you get believers, you know, jumping on the same the same bandwagon. I'm like, yeah, but you know, the church isn't isn't the crusades. You know, the the church isn't isn't the four walls. It's not, you know, Protestants. It's not Catholics. It's it's the it's those like the Bible says that, you know, that they will be indwelt with the with the Spirit of God. You know, that's what that's what the Bible's talking about when it says the church. It's not talking about religious folk. I'm not talking about churchgoers, people in their Sunday best. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, well, I can see how the church will get it twisted. But 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 Jesus said that the gates of hell would not prevail. Okay? And he said that a good tree cannot uh, that bear mean? bad fruit. What does that, that mean? <clears throat> well, that means that the people that are the, the true church are the ones who are born again and they, they're transformed people. They're not, they're no longer people that go around killing people or, or to go around um, uh, deceiving people or being haters or yelling at people and hating on people. That's not the true church. That's not what, at least that's not, not what the Bible says. You know, so when, when people say, well, you 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 hear what I'm saying, though, right? You you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah, you saying that's not you, the true church. Yeah, that's not the true church. It's not. I mean, because if you if, if if you're talking about Christian, right? You have to ident you have to identify it, and you have to define it based on the Bible from which it is derived, right? Uh, so, like, let's say if somebody wants to talk about you. They got to describe the real you, right? They can't just they can't just talk about and say that you're six feet two inches and then you're chubby. And if you're not chubby and you're not six feet two and you're not artistic, they're not talking about the right you. They're talking about somebody else. Okay. You know, so that's the same thing with the church. The church is described one way in the Bible, and the world describes the church another way in real life. You know, on yeah. on Earth. So you know why that ain't the, you know why that ain't the church. You know why? Why is that? Because of the misrepresentation of what the church is. Exactly. See here. See here in America. Here, here in America, most most books. See, first and foremost. I don't subscribe to Christianity because Christianity is Roman Catholicism. It's not biblical. Alright? That's not what Jesus called believers. You have to get away from that. Okay? The true believers are not Christians. At all. The moment you can get away from Roman Catholicism and the moment you can get away from anything that's centered around white supremacy, then you can start to get into the gospel, what the real gospel is all about. Because right now in America, most people are not operating according to the gospel of the kingdom. They're not functioning as sons and daughters. They're functioning 
under 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 an illusion that you're actually functioning in kingdom. Most churches never taught that. That's number one. Number two, most 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 churches is not teaching grace. They teach in performance-based Christianity. Because they're too busy trying to micromanage people. They're too busy trying to play God. Especially here in America. That's why you ain't seen no power here in America. I very, agree with very, all few, very, very few power. A lot of talking, a lot of commercialism. The gospel ain't meant to be told. The gospel of the kingdom is not meant to be sold. It's meant to be shared. So when you're selling right. the gospel, right, that's capitalism. That's the poison. So that's why you ain't never seen, you ain't probably never seen real healing. Because you ain't never really been around real leadership that's anointed. Because they served and submitted to somebody. You've probably been around commercialized Christianity of some white leader who went to some seminary. And they got all these degrees. And they paint this picture that me and my wife, we ain't never did nothing wrong. And we represent, that's not, that Christ don't represent self-righteous people. Christ represents the dauphine. Christ represents the pimp, the prostitute, the hoe. Christ represents criminals. Not the self-righteous person that don't have nothing wrong with them. That's the issue with American church. Yeah, it's a definitely yeah. a misrepresentation. Well, don't get me wrong. I I consider I still call myself Christian because in in Acts, you know, they said well, they called the first call people, you, you know, Christian. Who is they? The ones and they. Who is they? The uh, who is they? The church. The, the, uh, the Greeks did it. The Greeks the, did the, that. The Greeks yeah, did they, that. they were called. They were, and you know why they, they called, were called them Christian? Christian? They were mocking them. They they were mocking okay, them because so, they they aligned so, with Christ. So why would you? So why would you? Why would you know? It was like it was like calling somebody a nigger or a spit. No, 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 no. It, yes. It, like for instance, yes. the word the word Christian, the reason is, what? is because they they were followers of Christ. So I mean, so what? that's why they, it's like. It's like, 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 let's say, All right, so, do me, a, a, so do me, theory, I know what right? you're talking about, mm -hmm. but what did Christ call you? Christ called me his son. So that's what you call yourself. I'm, the reason yes, why you embrace, the reason why you embrace Christianity is because of the Roman Catholic, the Roman Catholic influence over America and the many Protestant denominations. That's why you do that. We just try well, to mean, go into I, the scriptures. I, 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 well, I, I don't want to. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not going against Protestantism because I am Protestant, you know. And I and I do see plenty of fruit in many of my brothers and people that sit beside me in pews. I've known. I mean, I've been a Christian for almost uh, 35, 40 years, and so I, I I've seen people that have the fruit, and I've seen people that don't have the fruit. But I, I started the, the conversation. The fruit, you know, love, peace. Suffering, long suffering, patience, meekness—you know—I see that in in many brothers. But the, what I'm what I'm talking to you about is is um, the representation of the world on on Christians, and then sometimes uh, believers themselves get caught up in that uh, because they're 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 following the world and they've got their eyes on the world, and so they start to become intimidated by that. And, you know, I don't get intimidated because I, I understand the true definition of what it is to be a child of God, you know, to be someone who is born again. But, you know, oftentimes my fellow believers forget about that and they, they don't realize that, you know, most don't know a, it. That's though. a category. 
Yeah, that's the, that's the world, you know, pointing fingers, but we don't have to point at each other. You know, we don't have to be attacking each other, you know, and going at each other and stuff like that. But that's you know, because, just, you know, uh, again, that's, Christ. It's, 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 it's not just that simple because in America, like, like in America now, you have a lot of a lot of people today who say they follow Christ, but they have more they are more they are more discriminatory towards homosexuals, transgenders, and minorities. Well, yeah, that that's the, that's the, like I said, that's the fruit. That's uh, the rotten fruit. Of, a good tree cannot produce rotten fruit, you know. And some of them are definitely under bad teaching. That's for sure. So you know, you got a bad teacher out there. They're going to lead you astray. It's a lot of bad teachers in you. America. Yeah, like very much. That's why the church. Eighty percent of your bad teachers. That's why the. That's why the church is in the state that it's in. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, they get caught exactly. into the denominationalism. Then definitely, you know, well, I do see the pro- you know a lot of the problems in denominationalism. It does come along with a lot of problems. You know, stuff like that. That's for sure. But you know, you people just, have to know that's, who they are. In Christ, they, are, you know? they probably talk. Right, exactly. They need a, they need a good teacher, and they need to study the Word. They need to center on Christ. You know, and uh, they, the first thing you said is they need good teacher, and the Holy Spirit is, is making sure that He is dispatching qualified teachers to teach. That's one thing. That's true, and they're already out here. And then once they learn how to study, they'll learn how to study from the good teacher. Exactly. Absolutely. You know, and that's, you know, that it's up to us to, uh, to teach them because if we, if we've got the spirit of God in us, then that's the conviction that we have. Right. So we come alongside them and, and we tell them, yeah, that's the fruit of the spirit. That's, that's what we're striving for. We're striving for forgiveness. You know, God is a forgiving God. So we have to be forgiving. God is a God of redemption. So we have to be, uh, people of redemption, you know, but at the same time, you don't compromise in the truth. You know what I'm saying? You see somebody you living, you're like compromising on the truth. If you see somebody, okay. they're living a life that's, uh, that's contrary to the, to the words of Christ, to the, to the, to the, uh, holy code of God. And we lovingly, we have to tell them the truth, you know, like who a surgeon that? who tells you. Like a, like a, well, any, anybody, I imagine you could probably think of people Let's say you got a, a, a brother or a cousin that they're wasting away because they're messing around or following the wrong crowd or something like that. You know, you, you would come alongside them and you tell them the truth that they, they'll probably take it like, ah, oh, you just jealous. Cause I've got my friends. And, but then you like a, like a cousin or a family member or a friend you got, you may, you may cut them up a little bit. You know, but what, but you know that before God, you told him the truth, you know, and you, you're not going to compromise what? on the truth. Like I said, somebody who's going in the wrong direction, getting into drugs, or maybe he's hanging out with people that don't, that aren't uh, good for him. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he's a lot younger than you and you see him going in the wrong direction. So you come beside him and you give him, you, you have to tell him the truth. You know, tell them that, hey, you know, I love you. I'm your, I'm your cousin. I'm your brother. I'm your friend. You know, and, and even if, the, if he looks at you like you're stabbing on him, but you told him the truth. 
You know, that's what I mean by not, not compromising of the truth. You know, a person living in lies. If you, you, you're coming across somebody and they're living in a, in a lying lifestyle, you know, uh, then you have to kind of like, like, you know how the surgeon is when you, when the surgeon, he's, 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 he gets paid to tell people bad news every single day. You know, do you think he likes to tell people? Yeah, a surgeon or a cancer doctor. Yeah, you know, but that's gets, not your job. But that's not. Hold on, but that's not your job. <clears throat> nowhere, nowhere in the scriptures do you have been given the mandate to tell unbelievers about their lifestyle. No, wait a minute. How, like I said, you you mean you, if you had a little cousin that you love, and they were getting involved in in uh, in a lifestyle with people that were not good for him. You mean you wouldn't tell him? Yeah. What would you, not, what would, listen, you, listen, you, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Contextually, right? Because I'm a believer, right? And the word of God gets first place, free course, and final authority. Nowhere in the context of the scripture have I been given responsibility to tell an unbeliever about his lifestyle. So you wouldn't, yeah, but you have to answer the question first. Would you? I did answer you the question. Not tell I just a answered the question. You love. I, I wouldn't so you, tell him so you anything. No. Wow. See, you, watch this. Watch this now. Wow. Nowhere was I told. See, you're deviating. See, you're deviating. See, because I'm no longer in myself. I'm in Christ. Nowhere does Christ tell me to do that in the scriptures. So, what do you think? What do you think the gospel is? What do you think the great? Oh, I know is? what the gospel is. The great, the gospel, the gospel, is good that? news, right? Is that mankind no what? longer has to be disconnected from the Father. That's why Jesus paid the price so humanity yeah. does now have a relationship the way Adam did. And so the how, only and thing how, that okay, Christ, so. the only the only thing Christ did was he actually restored a relationship with mankind that Adam severed. That's the gospel. The good news has a corporate meaning and an individual meaning. Now, what happens with that relationship is now the Lord can start to put your life in perspective. He puts it in perspective, not you. No, no, no. Bro. Okay, okay. I heard what you have to say. Now you listen to what I have to say. Mark one fifteen. He said, "Repent." One fifteen. For the king. Yeah, one. Mark one fifteen. He said, "Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand." Right. That's, who, that was who's he talking first, to? That was, who's he talking he's, to? He's speaking. He's speaking to the world. He's speaking no, to not. the world. That's no, it's not. Who's he, he speaking to? Contextually, speaking who is Jesus talking to, brother? To the world. That's the problem with okay. you Christians in America. He's speaking to the Hebrew Israelites. No. See, if you, oh, if you, that, yes, wait, he wait, is, wait, man. Wait, wait, wait. Come okay, on, man. Don't something. do that. Let me. I let, know. No, let me ask you something. Let's back up. Let's back up. You are you uh, one of those Hebrew Israelites? I'm a born again believer in Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm gonna say this to you again. I'm a born again believer. Do you consider yourself? Do you consider yourself self a Hebrew? I'm gonna say it again. I'm a born again believer in Jesus Christ. I'm gonna say that as many times as you keep asking me. Oh, so you're you're ashamed to say that you're a Hebrew Israelite? Is that what you're telling me? I'm a born again believer in Jesus Christ. See, you trying to, I never told you that. I'm a grown man. I've been born in America. I'm from Harlem, New York. I'm a born-again believer okay. in Jesus Christ. Oh, you're from Harlem. Which means that, oh, you're from Harlem. yeah, but that's, that's irrelevant. That's irrelevant. I'm a born-again, <laughs> I'm a born-again believer in Jesus Christ. 
That's what I am. According to John well, chapter three, if any man believe in Jesus Christ, if if you believe, he said, if you believe in Jesus Christ, he said, listen here, that you are born again. You just said it. You know exactly what. I'm not a Hebrew Israelite. I'm so not what, a black is, Hebrew so Israelite. What, so what is what is what is but the, Jesus, what is the, but Jesus the Christ? But, Je but Jesus what Christ was the great. Okay, but Jesus Christ was. Are you going to yeah, let me the talk? great commission was to go ye therefore into all the wishes and to make disciples. He told his disciples that. Okay. He told so, so the Mr. disciples so, who he trained me, for three gonna, years. Let me finish. Let me, talk? let me finish. I, I, I he trained. He trains his disciples to go for three years, and then he told them, "Now ye go into the world." He didn't tell you because you probably never submitted under anybody to probably know how to go out and make disciples. No, no. Listen, listen. You don't know. You don't know the gospel. Listen to me. You. Dude, I've been you, teaching you, this for twenty-five years, said, bro. Go, go, I've been teaching go, this for twenty-five you've been years. You've been, te you've been teaching wrongly for twenty-five years. I've been I teaching the gospel. So what, no, what, no, what I'm trying. No, what I'm trying to get out. What I'm trying to get from you. Who did, is, is who did Jesus Christ go to? Wait, 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 wait. Oh my God. Who Am was I he going talking to? Or not? Am I going to talk? No, 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 no. My friend, listen. I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be rude. You're not being we rude. have to be able, we we have to you be able to go back and forth. We uh, have to be able to go back and forth. What I'm saying you is the great commission the great commission was to go out into all the world, right? And 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 tell the gospel to all creation, right? Now all creation means everybody, not just the Jews, right? Do you agree with that? That's not what we're talking about, bro. No, no. Do you agree? You, so you don't agree? Yes. The gospel is for okay, everybody, so that, every so, human being so, on the so, planet. So, so, so when Jesus Christ, when he opened up his ministry, even though he was in Israel at the time among his people, and he went and set out to speak first to his people and then to the, the surrounding nations and then to the Gentiles, you can say that when he, he opened up his mouth, okay, and it's in scripture now for the world to read, you can say that he, when he said, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, he might have been contextually speaking to the Jews at that time. But if his mission later on, because we can read the book into other chapters after that, you can safely assume that he's also opening it up to the world. He's preaching to the world and telling the world to repent. Watch this. Here's what I don't do, right? Because I was properly trained by... We don't safely assume anything. We teach contextually truth, and we stand flat-footed on the word of God. He was speaking to the Hebrew nation first because it's unto them first to be the ambassadors for the kingdom of God. When they rejected him, he turned his face to the... Listen to me, bro. I've been doing this for 25 years, bro. So like I said again, and this is the gospel of the kingdom. When he's speaking, that's how the proper interpretation of scripture goes. When you understand context, you will properly interpret the scripture, and therefore you won't misinform people, all right? So at the end of the day, he never told you and I to go out and tell the world to repent. That's not what he told us. Well, that, that's what, what, the what disciples do you think the gospel is? is. That's what the, the, the that's, gospel I just is told to you. repent. The gospel, no, it's not. That's not the gospel. How about an, how about an Acts when gospel. he says, and now, now he expects all men to repent. Is he that's still true. talking only to the Jews? Who? What scripture when, is that? When in, says that? When, when, Who says that? When in Acts, listen to me, when in, in Acts, Acts, 
It says when 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 no when when he says when he's when the scripture says in the in the it's New not Testament him, it's Peter. That, the, it's that, Peter. that the Lord right that when Peter who walked with him for three and a half years and he says and now the God is expecting all men to repent. Who is he referring yes. to? Only the Jews or everybody no, the not, world? Now now not at that he's talking to the Gentiles now. Well, we, which is everybody who is not Jewish. Okay, so the, so not only do the Jews need to repent. But also the the rest of the nations have to repent, right? But Isn't that's that the not commission? Saying, but that's listen. The commission is to, listen. Let me read the commission to you. Since you, I'm gonna read it to you. Okay, hold on. I'll read it to you. Real quick. It's Matthew twenty-eight nineteen. I already know what it is, but I tell you, I've been doing it for twenty-five years. I've been doing it for thirty-five years. That's fine. That's good. So you should. Well, see that. Listen here. I've been under good teaching. Great teaching. I've been I, I've been on the great teachers myself. Okay, we'll see. Matthews, this is what it says: All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, go, therefore, and make disciples. What does that mean? Of all nations, make what students. What does that mean? Disciples of students, disciples. pupils. Disciples of disciples is a student. Make disciples of what's it? What's this? Watch this. He make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go. All right? There you go. Teaching them so th to observe all things. Let me finish. See? The problem with you is you're trying to be selective with the scriptures like the nation of Islam. Let me tell you the whole scripture. Teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you, you always, even to the end. So he's talking to his disciples because he commanded them. Okay, contextually, these are people who already knew how to go out and fish men because, in the beginning, he said, Follow me, and I'm gonna make you fishers of men. You don't know how to go out there and bring people in, I'm gonna show you how to do it. All right, now you got most people that'll take the scripture and they think they need to go out there, never been properly submitted, have never submitted to any leader, never been under any pastor, never been any training, and they'll go out there and start bashing people will repent. That's not how you do it. Well, it, 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 you're saying you're That's adding you your own it. words. You're saying you're saying no, bashing, whatever. Obviously, if somebody's obviously if somebody's bashing. That's what you Americans have been. That's what you Americans been doing. Yep. Let me finish. Let That's me finish. what y'all been doing. Uh, Repent. Hang, and hang this, if you don't go to hang hell, on. if you're a homosexual, Let you go respond. to hell. If you if you're robbing, you're respond. going to hell. The only thing the church has done in America is is cast folks to hell. Let me respond now. First of all, it, obviously. If if it you know that Jesus Christ is God, you know Jesus is God, right? I already know that, man. That's, I understand that. Keep on okay, going. Okay, so, so Jesus is me God. Nothing. So then, so so then God. So then, God, don't be so defensive and, and combative. I'm My not goodness. being defensive. I'm just telling you. you I'm just telling you. you I, 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 know, I already know about that. I know. I look, my, my friend. I'm from the Bronx. I know my brothers in Harlem, okay? Listen here. We're, we're a stone we're, yeah. we're a stone throw away. Listen, listen, listen. No, you don't I, know me. Stone, you don't know me, bro. We're, we're, you don't know me, bro. Me. Oh, you don't know Lord, me though. I can't even I can't get a word you in. You don't know me look, though. Look, look, just I keep on going. That, just listen. keep on going. Look, I know listen. I know Jesus yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, but listen I know to what God. I'm telling you. If Jesus yeah, is God and he's if, if Jesus is God and he's speaking for the Father. The God, the father. OK. And God, the father says you cannot lie with men as you lie with women. What God does that never, mean? God, the father never. God, the father never said that in the New Testament. What? So what was Show Moses me. doing for? Come on, man. You got to be kidding See, me. I know. 
No, I'm just being so, honest. So you mean you. to tell you condemned the Father to me. God? Listen to me. God didn't listen give to the, me. The, the law down to Moses. We talking about Jesus that? You said the New Testament. You said the New Testament. Now that's the Old Testament, and in the Old Testament, yes, it was given down to man not to lie with man. I know that scripture. I understand that. Okay, so I'm talking about condemning homosexuals. I'm. I'm talking about no, condemning no. homosexuals for their you lifestyle. Condemn. You can. You, you could just tell them you the can't. news. You tell them no, the truth. No, you don't. That's you not, tell that's them the not truth. How, that's not how it works. You, well, you know what, my friend? You already t told me that if you had a cousin that's that you loved. Listen, listen. You already told me that if you had a cousin that you loved, you would not tell them or advise them. I mean, I don't even know a father or a good uncle that would not step in and talk to a youth and tell them right from wrong. And you're telling me that you wouldn't do that? That I mean, no, that, I like, that. that even that that even goes that even goes beyond the the, the moral code of a freaking pagan. Even a pagan, pagan would take his take. Bro, uh, even a pagan, you know what? even a pagan you know, you know, would you take know a, a youth me? under his you, arm. You know, listen, listen to me. Uh, the problem on. with you, the problem with you, Christians. Listen to me. It's Second Corinthians five tells us that we have been called to reconcile the world, right? How are you the father is more. Listen to me. I'm gonna show you how. The father is more interested in pulling in the fish before he cleaned the fish up. The problem with mean? Christians in America is, I just showed you that. If you know anything, I don't live in Harlem. I've been. I left Harlem years ago. I live in the South. I've been down south where I'm originally from, from Alabama, where we. Where I do you things still a little got different, Harlem inside right? you. I don't have Harlem inside me. I got Christ inside me. So at the end of the day, so I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, plus, I was plus the rest of my life. I just was born and a little bit lived there, but I'm actually from New Rochelle because I went to New Rochelle High School. So I'm from all over, bro. You can't limit me to one state of mind. All right. The point is this: How do you reconcile people? Is you don't talk about their lifestyle. That's not how you reconcile. So what about you reconcile the people? Said, you rec oh. listen to me. You reconcile people. Through doing exactly what Christ did, you find commonality and you build relationships. Because at the end of the day, the key to bringing in fish, why you think Jesus Christ told the disciples, he said, follow me, I'll make you fishers of men. Now you Bronx people may not know about fishing, but when you go out and fish, first and foremost, you need to know what type of fish you're looking for. Then you need to know what body of water that fish is. Then you need to know what time the fish is there. And then you need to, one of the key ingredients to fishing is have the right bait. And bait is something that they like because you can't just dive in and get fish because you're scared of them. That's what you immature Christians do. Y'all go into these communities no, no. and you scare people by condemning their lifestyle. But a guy like me, they'll listen to me. And guess what? By the time I'm finished building relationships and doing exactly what my grandfather taught us, show people that you love them. And when you show people you love them, the one thing about people, they care to know what you know when they know that you really care. Christians like you that condemn that, like the Pharisees, they know you don't really care. All you want to do is but judge lifestyle. So guess what? People like me wind up getting people about two, three months later or two, three years later, they wind up coming to Christ willingly because of what I did to them, because of how the Lord showed me how to build relationships with a homosexual who through relationship and learning that, listen here, at the end of the day, God truly loves them. The relationship is how he learns about the lifestyle that God wants for him. I know homosexuals now that no longer are homosexuals. You know why? Not because I told them to stop. It's because the Holy Spirit started working on the inside of them and showed them how much he loved them. That's how it's done. True conversion. True conversion. I know a guy right now that I went to prison with 
because I used to go to the prisons all the time with my ministry, a three-time convicted felon. You know why he ain't no Piru no more? You know why he ain't no blood no more? Because relationships, after year after year after year, we just plant a seed, show love. We ain't tell him to stop being a blood. We ain't tell him to stop doing that. He did that because the Holy Spirit came in and did exactly what the Holy Spirit's job is to do. And that is to start to work on the inside. We just plant a seed and we loved on that brother. We shared the gospel and the gospel did the rest. And you know where he is now? He's outside in Birmingham, Alabama. Preaching, uh, watch this now, and teaching the young people in Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, it's true conversion. Okay. True my, conversion, my turn. bro. My turn. True okay, conversion, now, man. First, 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 listen to me. Hold up. First of all, that that sounds good. That sounds that sounds really good. And I'm that not gonna. I'm good. not gonna. I'm That's not, a disrespect to the gospel of Jesus Christ. No, no, no. I'm saying it, 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 it sounds good. I'm saying it that sounds, sounds good you because, sound because like you're. White people, because, man. You listen, sound like white listen, 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 listen. Listen, listen, listen. Now, stop being such a racist. You're being racist. You're I'm being not, racist. I'm being dead serious. That's there, another there thing. Should, should, the true gospel deals with culture and there nationality. Should, should not, there is a there distinction, though. There is a distinction. There is a distinction. There is a distinction, There is a distinction, though. Distinction. The scriptures this, talk about that. The scriptures talk about it, brother. In this, in this the scriptures market, deal with ethnicity, brother. Listen, listen. Listen, my friend, are we going to, I mean, we're going to go back and forth. We're going to take turns. You're going to be shouting. This is the Harlem pink. This is the purple and the gold we're talking about here in the corner of Harlem. This is you. This is what I you're doing. No what, what's the purple and you, gold? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm what's talking about. This is the purple I don't know gold. exactly what you're talking about. That sounds like Hebrew, Omega. This Hebrew, is you a cute, Hebrew no, no, Israelite. Are you Omega? Hebrew Israelite. Purple, listen, I went to college. Purple and gold is Omega. Hold up, hold up. Cute dogs. Listen, my friend. Black and gold is Alphas. My Are friend, you listening to me? Friend. Purple and gold. You're, you're, purple and gold is omegas. Frat did nobody ever. Did anybody ever teach you that when people talk, you got to let them talk too? Has anybody ever you enlightened you with that? I, 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 do, I, do, you, I mean, do, do, no. <laughs> we got to take turns, my friend. We got to take turns. We can't just keep doing this back and forth thing. I, I mean, do, but honestly, I do let you talk. But go so ahead and what, talk. What, what what I'm trying to, you know, you're going to make me forget what I was going to say, but li- listen, what I'm trying to tell you, I said, I didn't say that it sounded good to belittle the, the, the work of the Holy Spirit. I, that's not what I was saying. What I was saying that it's good because I'm taking your testimony and I can only but take your testimony and, and believe what you're telling me. But that's good stuff. If you're doing prison ministry and all that stuff, nobody ever said that, number one, you're not supposed to. Bust people upside the head with convictions. You jump to that conclusion and you no, that's generalize what you said. me. That's no, no, no. what you, you said, listen, bro. Listen. You try oh, to tell me go. to tell a homosexual you that his do. lifestyle is bad. That's not how you minister told, to people. I told, that's oh, not oh, how oh, you I, minister I, to these people. You're yelling like a man. You sound like you bro. Puerto Rican. You sound like you, you Puerto Rican, bro. Are you Puerto oh, Rican? Wow. Are you Does Puerto Rican? Difference? Are you Puerto Rican? Because you Puerto oh, Ricans have no there. idea what true I, faith is all about. Think, you you probably with your think, Roman Catholic Church. You follow wow. Catholicism. You worse you than bugging, the Hebrew bro. Israelites. You worse than them, dudes. Oh, now okay, I'm bugging. So now I, you got to. Oh, wow. At least you're not a Hebrew Israelite. But I'm, I thought only the Hebrew Israelites talked like you. I mean, mean? <laughs> nobody, nobody mean? ever talked to you. Nobody ever taught you conversation etiquette. God, Dude, conversation etiquette. What you talking about? Yo, I just you, like to correct. No, see, talk. you you come across as a minister, right? So I don't talk like no, this I'm to the regular folks that, that are new. I'm not a minister. No, you I'm just, just said thirty five years. I'm, I'm well, just I'm having a, a conversation. Bro. I'm an elder. I, I, I'm an elder in the body. I, 
But I'm an you don't conduct body. yourself like. But you don't conduct yourself oh. like one. Oh, yes, I do. You just don't. How does one conduct yourself? I'm married. You, you I'm got, married. You got too I'm married. You got too I don't fornicate. Oh, I don't drink. I don't do none of that. According to the scripture, in order to be an elder, you have to be a man of one wife. Stop talking to me about the qualifications of an elder, my brother. You just mad because I'm coming to you and correcting you. You don't have to. It's contextual. I don't believe any of that. You don't have to. You gen. You generalize me because I told you that you mean you wouldn't talk to a youth and put your arm over and what him, I told you. I to, no, and you didn't say that. You said you're not supposed you to. Me. You're not supposed no, to. You told me that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I told you to begin. What I told you to begin. I said, what does the scripture say? Look at this guy. See, you see, you're a liar, bro. You're a liar, bro. You're a liar. Let me use a liar. Oh, wow. That's why nobody wants to listen to you, false Christians. Use a liar. I said, what does the word say? I said the word five times and you were my and friend. you wouldn't answer. My friend, you don't you don't have answers if you're just right. drowning people out and you're yelling. The word of God is the that answer. Does, the word of God contextually is no, the answer. That, you don't have an argument. That, that's why you gotta yell because you don't got an What's argument. You if you if you have, if you confide if you confide, I don't have in to try argument, to, I don't listen, have to argue hold on, the truth. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The truth oh, stands oh, by man, itself, brother. Oh I don't have to argue the truth. It stands by itself. But you hear how ridiculous. I don't have to argue the truth. Maybe to you I sound ridiculous. That's fine. But, but I just know that, that we're doing real work. You have, you, you have so we much work. work. You have so much work. You had so much have, real, work. real work. Why do you, you, why got, do you hate you, the Hebrew Israelites? So why do you hate the Hebrew Israelites? Why do you hate the Hebrew Israelites? When did I then say what's I your problem them? with the Hebrew Israelites? What's the what's your problem? I, you never, I never I never got around what's to tell you what problem with I have with them because you would because you wouldn't tell me anything. You you wouldn't tell me that you you kept trying to project on me. I thought you were a Hebrew Israelite. Yeah, because yeah, you the way you talk And how many times you asked me? That doesn't mean anything. I'm a, I'm a man. What are you talking about? Nobody ever talked to you no, like a real man? No, no, You've been no, around no, women no, all no. your life, bro? No. You've been around women no, all your no, life? Now you're going to go there? I mean, come on, I'm just being, that's a lot of insensitive <laughs> males today. My friend. I realize friend, that. You, it's a lot of insensitive it, it, males. It, it, it's a lot you, of insensitive call, males out gonna, there. You're going to call me weak. It's a lot of them. Because you're you're shouting me down. Is that what it is? I can't talk because you're shouting me down. you got a problem with, say what you want to say. I'm gonna be quiet. Come on, come on. No, come no, on. listen, my friend. No, no, no. We're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna let you go. We're gonna, ahead. We're gonna, no, no, no. We're gonna cancel it here, my friend, because we can't talk. We cannot talk. Okay. I mean, obviously, this is not a back and forth. I could be wrong. You're right. You could be right, and I can be wrong. But how on earth will I ever know if you're just shouting on me? I mean, it makes okay. no sense. <laughs> That's first. All right, so you number too, right? one, my friend. Are you, are you finished? Are you finished? I mean, you say you don't want to talk anymore. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. You too? All right, bro. I'm done. done. All right. Let me see if I can do this. All right. So there you have it. Okay. Um, Basically, what we saw... What we saw is uh, the Christian evangelism was attacked. Um, what you saw is uh, a false gospel. Basically, what he was doing was holding back the truth of sin. We saw co- uh, compromise and silence, okay, in order to please uh, the sinner and the world by not discussing sin, by not standing up to the reality of sin, just ignoring sin. Then you got the uh, friendship evangelism that we've seen so many times before, which basically says, uh, see me do, but it's all me. It's not Christ, okay? 
it's not talking about the power of Christ in someone. There's no distinction between the works that you're doing uh, in order to uh, be able to do the same works. Um, it's just, that's it. Uh, but it's a contradiction, really, because he actually said that he wouldn't come beside somebody and uh, and discuss their their problems and their sins and stuff like that. So it's just uh, come and, you know, uh, come beside somebody and somehow they're going to see your work. And I mean, that's that's fine. You know, we do we do see that in life. Of course, it's not practical because we're not always to, you know, going to be able to come beside people and friendship evangelism, everybody. Right. He, the what we saw is a, is a completely eradication of um you know, uh, the heralding of the gospel and what it is. Um, so when Jesus said, when he heralded the gospel, when, when uh, uh, the, the John the Baptist spoke about, uh, lifted up his voice, he, he, I guess he didn't speak about repentance either. All right. Um, so the, the growing hatred of, of Christianity and the culture continues. Uh, refacing the gospel by trying to erase the conviction of sin. Attempting to disconnect with Christ and his message because of the embarrassment of men. How men have dropped the ball. How Christianity has embarrassed you. And thereby listening to the world. To the indictments of the world. The finger pointing. Uh, basically that's what we see here. And what this man espouses, right? Uh, Christians were called Christians in the beginning. And it was meant back then in Antioch as a ridicule, in mockery, right? Because they followed Christ, and so they were identified with Christ and separated themselves, as did those in Rome, as did Daniel, who separated from paganism. Uh, and he stood for God. He, they stood firm for God. These people never compromised. Uh, what would have happened if they would have taken a pinch of incense and compromised in Rome, okay? They would not have been fed to the lions. Some did compromise and were spared. But in order to stand firm, you can't compromise on the message, on the faith. That's what it means to stand firm, which is the command that we see all over the place in the New Testament. So over 100 million Christians martyred over 2,000 years demonstrates that there are those who will be forced to compromise by the world. And unless they do, and affirm sin, as we see is happening today in our culture, they're going to continue to be marginalized, berated in society, and eventually persecuted. As we see today, the world wants Christians to be silent about God's word. But more than that, they will force you to affirm sin and rebellion. And if you don't take that pinch of incense in public, as it were, you'll be forced to and persecuted. Okay? So today you can find, you can offend somebody just by saying, God bless you. So what makes a person think that what they live for isn't in itself offensive to the world? Uh, you know, do you think that holding back on the gospel of truth is what will garner for yourself less offense? I don't think so. People are going to want to know from you by what standard are you separating from the world. 
It's so easy to say, I don't condemn people with their sins. I just leave the Holy Spirit or live holy in front of them and let the Holy Spirit do it all. But honestly, it's it's a lot of bull. I don't believe when people say that. When people talk like this, immediately my antennas go up and I know I'm standing in front of someone who's compromising in the world. Okay? They're, they're compromising to the world. They're embarrassed to stand for Christ and to speak His truth in the gospel. It's not just cowardly of them. It's also massively unloving. And the person already said, this person, this, this, this uh, individual I was talking to, he already said that even if uh, youth came, uh, it, it was having issues, he wouldn't come beside him, uh, even if he was seeking his, his guidance in the truth. It's not loving to hold back the truth. And if there was true love there, they wouldn't demonstrate the cowardice, the cowardice of that person. It wouldn't be there because the Word of God says that true love casts out fear. The fear um, demonstrates their lack of love, according to the Scriptures. You can't friendship evangelism with everybody. Let's just be honest. Ironically, this man states that he wouldn't come beside even a beloved member and talk to them in truth, just so that he wouldn't, quote-unquote, judge them. So then what does it that look like? They're going to continue on confused without guidance, and you, knowing that they're getting involved in the wrong crowd, engaging in harmful behaviors, will, by your silence, affirm them. And you think they're going to look at you the scoffed and the marginalized of society, the epitome of what the world hates and laughs at, and this and, and, and this is what the world is constantly running away from, and somehow they're going to desire what you have, when you haven't even defined what you have, or you are in like are, you haven't even allowed them to know that you're in Christ, Be- because to, to allow them to know that you're in Christ is living according to a, a Christian standard. A, a standard in Christ. You know, you're not you're not defining what's wrong with what they're doing, so you're not being clear. If anything, you're confusing them. I'm not talking about imposing a message, a lifestyle, or a gospel, or anything on anyone. But the world would have you think the evangelism is just that—an imposition, a forceful push of something down people's throats. But that's that only reflects the world's response to the conviction of the Holy Spirit along with their conscience of knowing what sin is. And the Bible says that that the knowledge of sin is in everybody's heart because God himself has placed it there. That's in Romans chapter 1. And anyone who sides with that false characterization of the gospel, okay, and follows the, the indictment of the world, the hand-pointing, okay, and, and, and states that by spreading the gospel, the true gospel, the gospel of repentance, is, is uh, they're saying that, that you're forcing anything down people's throats. Anybody who, who falsely characterizes the gospel is obviously aligning with the mentality of the world because they're influenced by the world. The follower of Christ shouldn't think that they're sharing God's truth is an imposition. That's the world's accusation on Christ. That shouldn't be the believer's. The message is meant to go out into all the world, and a preacher must be sent, as stated in the scriptures, the heralding of the gospel of Christ and the kingdom. The Bible says, how will they hear unless a preacher is sent? That's what the the apostle said. 
So, um, yeah, by all means, be doers of the word and not just hearers. But the Bible says they're condemned already because they have not believed in the one who God has sent. According to scripture, we don't condemn the ver with the message of God's uh, love and, and God's promises and, and, and the gospel. We don't condemn the believer. They're already condemned. And if they are, as we all were at one time, then pro pro uh, pro proclaiming the gospel is tossing them a lifeline. It's not, a, it's not condemning them. Not sharing the gospel, however, is allowing them to continue on in the condemnation. But somehow, the world has flipped that on its head, and so-called believers are siding with the world on that false doctrine. So God rebuked them. They're like the Pharisees who don't go into the kingdom and refuse others from getting in because they hinder the gospel of grace. They think that it's on their power, on their influence, on their goodness, that they can somehow influence people into the kingdom, and that's absolutely wrong. That spits in the face of the doctrine of God's sovereignty. So the good news is that they no longer have to live enslaved to their sin because God is extending mercy of which time is of the essence. The Bible says, Others we put from the fire, we pull from the fire. Save others, snatching them out of the fire. That's the language of salvation. That's in the scriptures. The gospel of truth is not a message of our condemnation on others. It's a saving message. In the Old Testament, we read of the prophet that if he didn't give this truth out, being fully able to, he'd be responsible for people's souls. Is that just the conviction of the prophet back then? Or is that the great commission, as it were, that was later seen in the New Testament continued on as giving the gospel of truth to all nations? Christ's commandment for us all. Does that include us all? Okay, that's what you have to ask yourself. If you can't come beside those nearest to, to you in God's truth, how can you expose the world of sin, which is what the, the scriptures state we must do, exposing, reproving, etc. As in John the Baptist, when he exposed and reproved the political leader's sin, remember Herod and his adultery, and the false religious leaders, the Pharisees. So he reproved political figures and he reproved the religious fig, uh, uh, figures. Okay, the Pharisees, warning them of their false religion. Uh, if you ask me, that's religion and politics crossing very vividly in the scriptures, and John the Baptist crossed it. Jesus was called the friend of sinners because he was unique to anyone ever. He forgave sins, and only God can forgive sins. He healed miraculously in front of people's faces, which demonstrated he was divine and was gentle and truthful unlike the self-righteous Pharisees, yet his words were beyond powerful and with authority, again, unlike the religious rulers of that day. We, on the other hand, can't forgive sins. We, on the other hand, aren't perfect. We're not divine. Only Jesus could say, Who among you accuses me of sin? When was the last time you resurrected someone from the dead in front of a drug dealer? When was the last time you healed someone from leprosy or had a crippled person spring up and start walking by the power of your supposed public holiness? So this Jesus was a friend of sinners deal. This whole Shabazz, this whole deal does not work towards us in that context. If anything, 
we're the ones to be compared to the sinners in that scenario. Okay, the reformed prostitutes, idolaters, drug addicts, murderers, thieves, liars. Let's be let's not be Jesus in that scenario. Let's be the riffraff and the sinners. We don't measure up. Why do people always put themselves as Jesus being the friend of sinners when Jesus was God in flesh and he healed people saw him raise people from the dead people saw him literally say God for God that forgive sins that God cannot do I mean rather that people can't do but somehow we're gonna we're gonna say that we're the that we're Jesus in that scenario no we're the riffraff we're the prostitutes we're the criminals we're the liars we're the ones in mud okay I find that very ironic when people say that when Jesus says the gates of hell will not prevail over the church he was talking about the devil death he was talking about the devil, death, and the world system. That it would not destroy the church that God has established on the earth. And that's why he had, He left us here. To do his work and greater works than, than he did in, in quantity. In quantity. So these are more attacks on truth. The gospel and evangelism which has been ordained by God to continue spreading his message to heal people and change their lives from within. The gospel is the power unto salvation, the Bible says. And the gospel is a message first and foremost of which we are to obey as a command by Christ himself to go out into all the world and preach the message of this good news, right? So how can you receive the good news? You have to forsake your sins. That is the gospel. Preaching and spreading the gospel is a command. And Christ says as part of that commission that we should exhort people everywhere to abide by those commandments. Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commandments. The great commission, guess what, is one of those commandments. The word of God says, blessed are those who haven't seen but will believe because of the message that is continuing to be sent. The testimony of those before them etc. So it's not about that God just gave it to the Jews and that was it. The, the, the individual I was talking to obviously admitted, I showed him that it wasn't just the Jews he was talking to. Later on he, was, he, he, he moved it on to the, to, the, uh, to the Gentiles and the rest of the nations. Well obviously we're reading it like a story and chapter 2 doesn't come before chapter 1. Okay. Obviously, later on in the progression of the of the of the of the narrative of the biblical narrative, we see that this was God's intention from the beginning, and this was exactly what is for us all. But now to say that in Matthew and Mark one fifteen, he's only saying, but uh, he's giving the gospel only to the Jews. And contextually, at that point, sure he was. But reading on in the scripture, because we don't just stop at Mark one fifteen, we continue on to the rest of scripture of which we know that the rest of the Bible is scripture. So it's a message that if heralded will will touch hearts and 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 change lives. Sure. If you could come together on a shoulder to shoulder contact with every man, woman and youth on earth, it's best to speak truth and demonstrate it in our lives. Of which this man the, the person I was talking to disqualifies himself because he he already told me he refused to confront lies head on. But somehow he thinks that the opposite life from sin to holiness is, isn't a direct assault against sin. That's like saying uh, light just by being light isn't a direct assault to darkness. And truth isn't automatically a direct assault against lies. Okay, 
That's an impossibility. So you can't live and demonstrate a holy life without offending someone. That's impossible. Like I said before, I've been I've made people extremely uh, offended by saying God bless you. People are going to be offended by anything, and you can't be in charge of what or why people get offended. So it's not practical or realistic, or does it exclude the open proclamation of the good news, which is directly what Jesus had the disciples do, of which when, he, when, when they came against those who would not hear, he, he told them to shake the dust off their feet and continue moving with their message. What message do you think they were telling them? Obviously, it was something that people were rejecting and people were, were, were not wanting to hear. Some people would hear and some wouldn't, just like today. And there you have it, the inconsistency, the anger against uh, Christ's true gospel. And what fruit, under all of that deception and ignorance, if you've listened with discerning ears, you'll hear impartiality, anger, separatism, a lack of regeneration, unforgiveness, a lack of love, a lack of redemption, etc. I can go on, but there's no fruit of the Spirit in this man's supposed holy message. His hang-ups on, quote, racism is showing with his ignorance that somehow Christianity, from even its name Christianity, is associated with white supremacy. Now we know where this man is coming from. We can read his fruit if we're honest and, and, and biblically discerning. If you're hang-up, if you're hung up on, on those ignorances, you can't believe in how Christ redeemed man from those things. You can't have forgiveness in your heart. If it continues being us against them all the time, then you're living in conflict, and that isn't the fruit of the Spirit, which demonstrates freedom from those things. It's, it's a contradiction. Honestly, a lack of truth is a lie. Holding back truth means you don't love. And what is love? Love is telling the truth. Ideally, that's what a parent does if they truly love their own. They give them the large pill to swallow. We've heard the saying, this is going to hurt you, me more than it hurts you, right? Well, enough said. This man, is this man uh, regenerated by the Holy Spirit of God? I won't say, but we know that God, what God said about judging a tree by its fruit. But indeed, we pray for people like him, like we pray for him and people like him and many like him who are confused by the culture which has used so much neo-Marxist nuances to cloud the truth of a man's word under the pretense of racism and racial divide in our nation. You don't see this anywhere else around the world, only in the Western world, where Christ is under attack by so many assorted lies and doctrines of demons. Bottom line, much of this isn't new. These attacks against evangelism, the gospel, conf conf uh, confronting sin, have come around before. But today, in this culture, the woke, fake Christianity, which doesn't even want to call itself Christianity, wants to reface God's truth under the, uh, the excuse of separating from white, evangelism, uh, white evan evangelicalism. They're intimidated into embarrassment by the world because they're a part of the world and align with the world. And they've been taught to reject the ordained church of Christ by looking at man and following the conduct of man instead of looking at Christ and the power of his redemption. And in so doing, they follow men away from the very power over impartiality, which the world calls racism. And thus, they become impartial. They follow men away from the very power to love and forgive, so they cannot attain love or forgiveness. And in essence, they stay in their lack of power. Because there's no power outside of the Spirit of God to regenerate a heart. 
which is the message of the gospel, which is ultimately, uh, which, 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 which these people ultimately are trying to hinder. So they stay woke and broke of the spirit of grace and their gospel is no gospel at all. Okay, so that, that, that's pretty much it. Um, he said another, a bunch of fallacies based that, you know, uh, um, uh, evangelicalism have, has, is based on Roman Catholicism, which is ridiculous. The white supremacy thing, which is like the biggest thing today, um, you know, uh, that we're not teaching grace, but performance-based Christianity. Uh, some of these things have legitimacy to their argument and stuff like that, but he's extremely and grossly overgeneralizing the argument on this. The gospel isn't meant to, to, to be sold, but shared. I mean, that made sense in its context, but uh, while we agree that we've seen a lot of commercialism and selling the gospel in the American church, he goes on to say that this means we can't share the truth of, of what sin is and confront sinful lifestyles, and that's where he gets it wrong. He aligns Christianity and sharing the gospel with capitalism, which can be argued and agreed to an extent. But again, when this is blanketed as going against the whole purpose of spreading the gospel of truth, it's an overgeneralization to discredit the proper use and intentions of the gospel as well. Because now it targets being American and our economic system as having a wrong gospel and engaging in uh, evangelicalism, it's saying that it's wrong all the time and that is incorrect so you know there's a lot of stuff that goes wrong with his doctrines he goes on to accuse me of not having a proper gospel because of his overstatement against american event evangelicalism he's assuming there's nothing authentic about christianity in america as a whole which is a sweeping and broad statement he says christ represents the dope fiend the prostitute the criminal how can someone represent that who himself is was blameless and spotless. No, he doesn't. He doesn't represent the criminal. He's wrong. Christ doesn't represent the sinner in their sins. He represents their salvation. That's why they came to him. And not all of them came to him, but many did come to him. That's light years different than saying he represents criminals and murderers, etc. Not in their regenerate state, he doesn't. He re represents their renewal and their restoration. You see the difference? But this is a common falsehood whereby people want Christ to sit so close to sinners so that you get to the point where you can't identify the holy from the profane. And then we get lost in wrong representation of who Christ is, all the while minimizing the level of distinction between us and him. Peter said, Lord, depart from me. I'm a sinner. That's the difference. And this is so wrong because it's so opposite to scripture. The self-righteous is just as much as, as depraved as the dope fiend, the prostitute, the murderer, the thief, only he doesn't know it. That's the distinction of self-righteousness, but not that they're any more a sinner than, than anyone else. The apostle Paul was one of those self-righteous people too, and yet God cleansed him as well. So, I mean, it's an ongoing, uh, an, an ongoing thing to refute the many horrors of this man's uh, um, uh, false doctrine and how he gets the uh, 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 evangelism wrong, how he gets the gospel wrong. And if you get the gospel wrong, I think every Orthodox Christian would agree that um, uh, there's something wrong. <laughs> you know, so we pray for people like him, we pray for him, 
um, and we pray that God would, you know, lighten, you know, and would, would um, you know, open his eyes, open his eyes to true doctrine, the doctrine of love, the doctrine and the concentration on the spirit, the fruit of the spirit, whereby we love our brothers, we come beside them, and we, we do not compromise in the truth. Somehow he thinks he has to stay quiet with that. And sure, friendship evangelism works when you're shoulder to shoulder with people. But when we talk about evangelism and, and uh, uh, making disciples of nations, we're not just talking about uh, people who come to your soup kitchen or your uh, not-for-profit organization to receive help from you. We're talking about, in general, as many people as you can touch, and that often means heralding the gospel. Okay, the preacher has to be sent, like the Bible says. Okay, well, that's it for today. This was a long one, and um, I had to get, uh, gather as much information and script to in order to get everything in as much as possible. But um, I thought it was extremely important because what I wanted to focus on is not so much the man's uh, negative fruit, but the but the doctrines and and the the doctrine that's out there as an example of what we have to face when we go out there into the world to evangelize and to uh, you know win souls for the Lord and of course I mean that in figure of speech God is ultimately the one that that brings them in and all we do is bring a message we're the messengers okay so until next time thanks for joining me true news 365 you can leave a message a comment and um, I may feature your comment or question on my next podcast until then God bless you richly and take care.